Hi, all my fellow junkies. This is South Music Attic here, and welcome to the Music Attic 27 podcast, where it's for all music lovers alike. Today, we're going to be doing a roulette review for February of this year. And I gotta say, for February alone, it has a nice amount of releases as well. Though, for some, I did some for that month. There are also some albums that I found quite interesting as well that I didn't get the chance to do a full-length review as well. So, here we go. <laughs> Starting off with the Pooh Shiesty album, Pooh Shiesty Season. And I initially thought for this album from Atlanta rapper himself, he did pretty well for a good project. I first, I'm sure I'm not the only one as well, but he was the first artist that initially got to my mind when I first heard him on the Gucci Mane compilation project, So Icy Summer, of that same year as well, of 2020. And I did think it was interesting having him with a good amount of features such as like, for Gucci Mane to be hopping on a track with him as well. Production is decent. It's really good. And I really do hope that he does a nice improvement as well for the next project that we get from him as well. Next is going to be the Conway and Big Ghost project. If it bleeds, it can be killed. And this is a collaboration project. Upshowing from the New York rapper himself, Conway the Machine, and producer slash blogger slash writer, Big Ghost. And I gotta say, they did a little bit better from their uh, last album they did together of last year. And Conway, as Conway goes, he does his thing. He kills shit recklessly, and he does it well. And it does really well with the production that Big Ghost did. Even with the same kind of production that he did for their last project. And even for Big Ghost's production to be kind of similar to the Ghostface Killer uh, Lost Tape mixtape that he did with them as well a few years back. And I gotta say, uh, he did pretty well, both him and Conway. They have a nice connection and very nice chemistry and a nice balance on it as well. Though the intro can be a little bit over long and winded a little but other than that it's fucking phenomenal i'll tell you that for sure <laughs> then next is savages by savannah dexter a female rapper that i'm just getting into thought it was an interesting project she does pretty well does a nice balance between singing songy ballads and a little bit of rapping as well and she does pretty well i'm impressed on that little ep as well it's pretty good she has nice flow nice delivery she brings off what she can bring onto the floor hoping that she can improve a little bit more on her next project when we get it next will be soulful distance by Devin the dude playfully playing on the whole idea of social distancing it's pretty clever and he does bring out nice soul samples and nice soul cuts as well for the entire album and having to be such a West Coast legend, it really works well for this project alone. Though it can be a little bit long for an album, but it's pretty good. I like it. It's a really good, nice album. Next, we got the surprise drop from Ligna Ignata. Ligna Ignata is Agnes Daya. It's a very four-track EP after building up some like covers that she did in her well-known opera-esque classical style of vocals, making them very hella dramatic and very dangerous a little. Like the one song that I noticed that she did was Eminem's Kim. And 
she did pretty well and made it very theatrical and very opera-esque a little too with her vocal range as well she does well then for this little ep agnes it's really decent though it can be very short but very impactful has a nice little set to stone on some of the songs as well it does really good then next it'll be a soundtrack from a movie that everyone has liked a lot which is judas and the black messiah soundtrack and i gotta give my opinion on this one it's amazing i never i've seen the movie it portrays the movie so well thematically concept wise it does well with a bunch of great artists from like nipsey hustle to jay-z to raspidy and even having the last track going off with the <laughs> the legend goat himself rock kim as the outro track or as a bonus track holy fucking shit it works so well and it he does amazing and goes off well as like a closing track and it brings off a lot of power for a movie that just like that for a soundtrack like this as well kind of like the same thing for the black panther soundtrack as well but two times as the same amount is that type of power impact wise it is great it's a great movie great soundtrack as well to it very amazing next is the new album by the pretty reckless called death by rock and roll and after their last album they did a few years ago it yeah, kind of brings off a little bit of a nice kickback to them and their old sound a little and it has a nice amount of features as well such as like uh, tom morello of rage against the machine fame and vocally they do pretty good she does pretty well on it and even though they have like one little short song called broomstick to be kind of like a little bit of a break in their hard rock sound a little but it overall can be decent here and there some songs it's kind of more of a nice type of bring back stuff to just like listen to the background for in my opinion but that's just me on that next we got the pink sweat album pink planet and r&b singer from atlanta has a nice little return from his last album from a few years ago and i gotta say he brings back the energy as well from his last album as well it does amazing it's a really nice kickback and throwback to this old sound that he has for sure even though some of the stuff can be very new for new people and or old fan of his but for me i think he kind of improved a lot more as well though it can be kind of the same kind of melodic key type of stuff but he managed to make it very unique and very uh worth listening for as well that's it's really great actually then next we got our first little outside of the english language barrier which is the first album of like native language of a different language as well which is titled sad boys for life by junior h and as it is being can be kind of melodramatic a little soft and sad a little bit for english speakers that don't know spanish but when you speak spanish you can see that he's speaking a lot of great poetry and very nice songs as well as like most of the latin culture bringing it into the pop culture as well brings off a nice little twist to it such as like what bad bunny would do or j falvin would do or and well aa would do as well but this does really nice it's a very nice project very nice songs as well next is the cj project loyalty over royalty 
CJ is a New York rapper that kind of popped off a little more earlier this year with the song Whoopty. Even though it has a very kind of repetitive flow, it can be, uh, for me, it can be kind of hit or miss. But I think some people kind of see a bit of a nice kind of flow, I guess you can kind of say. Even though he kind of spits out kind of the same, like, type of flow that he did for Whoopty. And that Whoopty. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I guess it's okay. It has, like, just the first, like, feature from, like, French Montana, which is, like, why? Why would be the question, but... That's just me, in my opinion, and I guess he's kind of okay. I can kind of see the potential that he has as well. Hopefully he doesn't, like, stick into that, be uh, the one-hit wonder trap that you would kind of say for being just the one person that just has that one song that everyone likes or just kind of be forgotten after that. Hopefully he can step up a little bit more on that, but that's just me. Hopefully he gets another good song that has a nice banger to it, besides Bop as well. Uh, it can be a hit or miss for me on this EP, but it's overall okay, I guess. The next we got the album from the well-known grunge punk rock type of band, uh, The Melvins, called Working With God. And judging from the title, you would assume that it'll be them going for like Christian music, but... It's not. It's just them bringing out more of that same punk rock energy that they still have, even though all the members are kind of old a little, but they still manage to bring in that sound that they're kicking in from, from the early 90s and 80s. It was pretty decent, though, having nice vocal riffs and nice drums and nice vocals as well for the lead singer as well. Um, it's pretty overall a decent one, I would say. A little bit better than their last one that they did, uh, dropped a few years ago. It's been a minute. <laughs> but they did a nice little kickback to their old sound a little bit. They're thriving a little bit. A little bit on the hard rock sound a little, but it's alright. I like it, though. Pretty good, though. Next is the long-awaited Alice Cooper album, Detroit Stories. The well-known shock rocker of Detroit, Michigan, Alice Cooper, drops this album four years later after his last album, Paranoia, in 2017. And I gotta say, he kicks it in hard gear, bringing it a step a little bit higher to his last album, Paranoia. And it does really well. He has a nice set of uh, production styles as well with the nice rims. Vocally, he does great. A little bit more of an improvement still from his last album as well. And overall, he does really nice, I gotta say. I like it. And yeah, it's pretty good bringing out that hard, gritty style that he does for some of his stuff as a solo artist as well. Next, we got the Willie Nelson album, That's Life. Following up from his 2020 release, Overall, his 71st album, The Man's a Fucking Machine. My god. He does pretty well, though. It does bring back a little bit of the acoustic sounding a little, but it does pretty well. I I find a few tunes that are getting bopped to on this album, for sure. It's pretty great. I love it. Next is the Currency Project Collection Agency. It does pretty well. It's another set of great songs that you can hear from him going off with like nice wordplay as well even though some songs can be kind of dated after this whole pandemic's over because it has a few references to it 
of pandemics and wearing masks and shit, but it does pretty well. He does pretty well on this one for sure. It's pretty great. Next, we got the new Draco the Ruler album, The Truth Hurts. And he brings in with a nice set of songs to be kicking it into high gear with aggression and thuggery into it. It's really nice, though. Really nice production, trap-wise. And some of the stuff can be kind of, like, average a little. But he does bring in a nice set of tunes to fucking rip shit, too, you know? It's really great. It's a really nice album. Very decent. Then we got the collab album from Shorty Shorty and Murder Beats titled Memory Lane. Though I like Murder Beats as well, this is a new artist that I got into a little bit later, such as like Shorty Shorty. Uh, he, uh, it's alright, I guess. He does okay on the Murder Beats uh, production as well, but it kind of not my tea a little, but I do, I do like the idea. I like the ideas and the thematical themes that are going through and the production as well. It does work very well with it. Then finally, we got the last album on this list, the Kevin Gates Project, Only the Generals Part 2. And when I heard this project, I initially thought it was going to be another, like, Isaiah project. And I kind of say, yeah, I kind of predicted it's true. It can be very nice. He has a nice little set of flow. And... Bringing off a little bit of a mixture of both of Isaiah and I Am Him from his like last album a few years ago. It brings off a little bit of that ideology in both of those two albums together. It pretty does well good. Has a few nice trap bangers over it for sure. Pretty good. I do think he pretty did a good job on some of the songs. Such as like Blood's Daughter or even like other songs as well. It can be pretty good. I do find it real impressive how he, well he can do with it for the amount of tracks that it has for that uh, particular project alone. And that will conclude this episode for today. Hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully you got some new music out of it. Would I recommend some of these projects? I would for sure. Some I would, some I wouldn't. In my opinion, that would be that. If you like these projects, great. If not, no worries. I love every single one of you guys. Thank you so much. But keep on remembering that this is much my opinion based off my personal enjoyment off of these projects. Thank you, and keep on creating my little junkies. Let's see what March brings.